0: When you're big and cold-blooded, maintaining the right temperature can be a challenge, especially when you live on a continent that sees a wide range of temperatures. But for one primordial reptile, in whom the will to survive runs deep, adaptation takes on a whole new meaning in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's your 30 minutes of interesting animal info. And I'm Joe.
1: And let me check my notes. And I'm Carlos.
0: And today we're talking about the most amazing animal that comes second place in two categories. And first and one.
1: Second and two, first and one. Yes. That's that's actually inscribed on the metal that it wears around its <laughs>
0: neck. Yeah. First in flight.
1: <laughs> second and two, first and one. <laughs> but yeah. This is this is I'm I'm so happy that we're finally doing this animal. I as a as a kid, I was such a huge fan of this entire order. <laughs> I had to look at my notes again <laughs> because it is an entire order.
0: Um So what are we what are we talking about? What did you click on, you the listener? That's right. What you tell you us. We'll wait. This is the um rock badger. I didn't know there was a rock badger. I feel like there is.
1: This is the pebble worm. We're close. What? That's the. That's what. Um. That's what crocodile means in Greek.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, you, now crocodile. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> We're talking about that, not a rock badger or. We are definitely talking about. A we worm. are talking Might about. Might as well yeah. get into
1: it because, croke, uh, or crokey, or whatever, k r o k e in Greek means pebble, and drylos means worm. So crocodile. Is pebble worm right? Which is like, what were you thinking? They look like pebbles. Sure, and they're long. Like pebble dragon.
0: Well, yeah. Pebble lizard. Worm is another word for dragon.
1: Yeah, but it's W O R M, so no wyrm, w- wyvern. Um, but yeah, the Nile crocodile. Not okay. just any crocodile, the Nile one, the one that rhymes. The best one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, all the other crocodiles are in denial, or are they not in, in the Nile?
1: Right. All right, so let's talk about, let's uh, see where this lands in the taxonomic spectrum. The kingdom. You know it. You love it. You're in it. It's kingdom animalia. I bet do you love it. I bet you didn't see that coming. The phylum is chordata, because this thing has a spiny spine. Uh The spiniest of spiny spines, in fact. Um, And the
0: class is
1: Reptilia.
0: Reptilia the Hun. Sure.
1: This one's more brutal. (laughs) Not necessarily. Mm, No. Um, The order is Crocodilia. So this involves everything that looks kind of like a crocodile. This is alligators and caimans and gharials. The whole gharial gamut. The family... Is crocod- Crocodilidae. So the order is Crocodilia, the family is Crocodilidae, which are cr- true crocodiles. So n- that excludes alligators and caimans and gharials. Fine, <laughs> whatever. Um, and the genus is Crocodilus. So <laughs> this is a very focused tax- taxonomy here. Um, and the species is Niloticus. So Crocodilus Niloticus. Uh, so we're also, the Nile crocodile, actually, first of all, by other scientists, other than us, you know, esteemed scientists, <laughs> uh, is it's called the, um, the African crocodile, which is lame. The Ethiopian crocodile, which is inaccurate, not inaccurate, but insufficient, because it's all over the continent, as we'll see later. The common crocodile, which makes a little bit more sense, because it is the most um, common crocodile in Africa. And the black crocodile which is weird because it's not mostly it's mostly not it's like a what it's like a slate gray <laughs> um but we're going to call it here the meerkat muncher the titanic tunnel tamer and shia LaWildebuff.
0: <laughs> more on that later yeah
1: remind me to to tie that in <laughs> Um, except for the fact that "buff" means beef in French.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that too.
1: What a weird last name. Uh, all right. So let's talk about what this thing looks like. Actually, that's wrong. Let's talk about where this thing lives. Africa. Bet you didn't know that. Mostly the Nile. Mostly, um, Eastern Africa, which is where the Nile runs. Um, so that goes from Egypt. Um, I think all the way down to mid Kenya, uh, but then the Nile crocodile can also be found south of the Nile, including Tanzania, um, Zimbabwe, and South Africa. And Rwanda and Burundi and all those countries in between. So, um, that is why it's the common crocodile. Because if you go uh, to eastern Africa, you're probably going to encounter one in a waterway. Because there's lots of
0: them. Trying to just go for a swim.
1: Yeah. It's very... If you can resist. They're they're tough to kill. And... Um, as we'll see they take care of their young <clears throat> so what does this look like i'll I'll start I'll start by assuming that you've never seen uh, anything from the order of crocodilia before so
0: and you're driving
1: and you're driving and yeah so imagine with me let's go into the realm of imagination imagination land um a gigantic armored lizard with a long body stubby little legs long powerful tail and a large triangular head filled with razor sharp teeth. They're not razor sharp, but they're they're like cone. Yes. <clears throat> like a shark's are razor sharp. They're
0: pointy enough. Yeah, so that a bite force could do some
1: damage. The pokey teeth. Um, which is an okay item. Pokey teeth is an item you can get in yellow version. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> it's like you're wearing a necklace of pokey teeth. <laughs> oh oh no. man. Um Their scales are mottled brown, bronze, sometimes black, and green. Like, dull, muted, jungle, gross, gray, green. Yeah. Um, Which gives them amazing camouflage. But they're not entirely black. Alligators are usually entirely black. But not... Especially not now crocodiles. So, I don't know why they're called the black crocodile. Um, Sounds racist to me. (laughs) Uh and it's also crazy that cartoon crocodiles are and alligators are always bright green. Eh, it's like what those al- colors pop. There there are literally no alle- no members of the order of Crocodilia that are naturally without algae all over them bright green.
0: There's more than the like there's more green hue to an alligator than black. I know, but it's not bright green.
1: It's just but like crazy. Cartoons
0: are for kids. They're not doing muted earth tones on, our, on cartoons. Do
1: it. Do it. Dude, don't, don't lie to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Make the hippos like a subdued maroon. Why are they bright <laughs> pink and purple? <laughs> um. So, when it comes to the now crocodile, the more coloration, the more mottled the skin, mottled, M-O-T-T-L-E-D, it's not mottled, um, the younger the crocodile. So... Uh, as the crocodile ages, its scales become more of this dull slate gray, like a light slate gray. Um, their jaws have up to 68 pointy teeth. As we mentioned, they're, they're cone-shaped, not like a razor, like a knife. <clears throat> uh, they're, they have a bite force of 5,000 pounds. Um, and their mouth comes up in that classic characteristic Sinister smile.
0: So that's one of the uh, one of the ways. It's second. Is second, it best.
1: Sec- second best. Second uh, best animal smile.
0: <laughs> no, wait. It's its first first best in bite force. Yes. that's the it's, way. It's first best.
1: Oh no, the salt. Wa- I thought the saltwater crocodile was first best. First in-
0: best in size. Saltwater crocodile is the biggest.
1: But the Nile has the, be- the Nile best. Nile crocodile bite. has the best bite. Okay.
0: Uh-huh. That's where it's second best. So that's two.
1: Second and second best smile.
0: Well, who's got the first? Humans? The quokka. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the quokka for sure. Our listeners, maybe pit bulls. They, <laughs> they have great smiles too. Um. So now that we have a good idea of what this thing looks like, if you're standing next to it, how how big is it?
0: How big is it? You say? Could it swallow you? Could it swallow you? You say? That's what I said. That sounds like we need to go into a special segment. I like to call measure up the part of the show that is introduced by you a listener and this week it's introduced by jesse or jessica whichever you prefer whichever she prefers you <laughs> she's my know. sister yeah, you should know <laughs> she usually goes by i think she introduces herself as jess but she was always jesse growing up well now you know <laughs> <laughs> now I, just, I still don't know <laughs> without further ado the listener's favorite part of the show There you have it. Finally, you've heard it. It's a chittering. <laughs> that's not really chittering. Sure it is. What is chittering? <laughs> like I got measure No, me. that's whispering. Measure up. That's whispering.
1: Chitter, though, like a measure up. There we go. That's kind of like a bray. Is that ASMR? It's chittering. What animal is
0: doing that? We'll have you guess. right in the comments below. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> what animal that is. Uh, anyway, let's get right into the best me- uh, measure up we can do for the for this uh, most illustrious of reptiles. This uh, is the
1: best measure up we could do for this reptile. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> this is the best
1: we could do. <laughs> No, we had, we had to work with the crocodile. No, I mean, you know? like the
0: best we can be. Like it's supposed to be like it's, it's not downhearted. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 triumphant.
1: You need a PR guy.
0: All right, here we go. Length three point five and and five meters is the length. Let's call that or or rather uh, eleven point five and sixteen feet thereabouts. Though crocs can grow until they die, so some um, old-aged crocs can be over 20 feet.
1: Yeah, I got 21 21 feet and 2 inches as the longest one ever.
0: That's a decent-sized reptile. It's a big boy. Uh, Let's call that an even 14 feet. Um, Call it whatever you want. How many crocodiles, Nile to be exact, go into the height of Khufu's horizon, also known as the great pyramid of Giza. What
1: dimension are we going by?
0: Here's why we're here's why we're talking about this. The Nile ends in a delta, a, a river delta. And that's what is Egypt. And it's a very fertile delta. So that's where the Egyptians built their whole situation.
1: That's what that's what ancient Egypt is. Yes, was. Yes. Modern Egypt is much bigger. Yes. So what dimension of the pyramid, like height? No, gators.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Height. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or length or whatever. Depth. Here, the height of it from the, you know, to the bottom to the tippy top.
1: From like the ground to the tippy top or like the underground chamber to the tippy top. I not know. I know your games. I don't can't, know the answer to that. You can't trick me. Here's a hint.
0: The pyramid, the, the official height. If you looked up on the Wikipedia page, what the height is. Sure. Uh, The Pyramid of Khufu, here's the hint by the way, the Pyramid of Khufu is the largest pyramid in the world, but it may not look like it. The Pyramid of Khafre, which is right next to it, in the center of the three pyramids of Giza, sits next to it on a higher elevation, making it seem taller. Khufu is also 26 feet shorter than its original height.
1: I'm thinking 450 feet for Khufu's horizon. Okay. Which is my favorite horizon. Um,
0: You don't like Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever?
1: Not as much as I like Khufu's. (laughs) About six and a half go into a little more than six and a half go into a hundred. I'm going to say 30. 30 now crocodiles because they're 14 feet and I think it's 450 feet tall.
0: Okay. The answer is 32 and a half. Yes. Because the height of the Great Pyramid of Giza is 138 meters or 455 oh, feet tall. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? That was, was,
0: it used to be like 480 that feet was tall. solid guessing. <laughs> I should have went for, for what its ancient height was. I mean, I know that like... I know
1: I've heard whatever the height is in subpoint. I just Oh sure. I just didn't don't remember what it was. Um but yeah. Great.
0: Since you're on fire today, let's move on to weight. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh two hundred and twenty five to seven hundred and fifty kilograms or five hundred to one thousand six hundred and fifty pounds. Let's call that an even 1,075 1, pounds. One
1: thousand and seventy five?
0: Yeah. How many crocodiles go into the approximate weight of Khufu's horizon? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> the weight of a pyramid. Also,
1: 1,075 is not even. But it's the the average. It's a whole number, but it is not even. <laughs> um, this podcast has forced me to do so
0: much math. I know. <laughs> Just stop doing... the See, the original, like... Uh, idea behind this segment was like, let me just like think about it in ballpark. Should I go back to doing that? <laughs> you won't be as right.
1: Yeah, I won't even stand a chance. That's the problem. But this one I don't have I like the guess there's still like a huge like ballpark guess.
0: Well you just think about the gator or the croc as a unit. You stop trying to think of like math. Just like how many of those crocs do you think go into the weight of a pyramid? Okay. That I can just cram into the weight of this yeah (laughs) um since a pyramid is so like so universally you know known so accessible in your mind that's why it's helpful
1: 500 million pounds that sounds like a good number right i don't know why i'm asking you you're not going to tell me Um, it's definitely
0: a number it's
1: definitely a number 500 million pounds 500 million pounds yeah, it's a it's a big thing. Sure. There's a lot, and there's a lot to it.
0: Yeah. We're gonna go
1: with it. It's got. We're
0: gonna it's run. It's got a lot it. deep in inside of its heart.
1: Yeah. So, um, five hundred thousand. Okay. Croc- Crocs. All
0: right. Do you want to hint first? <laughs> the average weight of the blocks used to construct the pyramid is two point five tons. All right. Hold on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, each block is like, you know. 5,000 pounds. I mean, if there's a 1,000 blocks, then right there you've got 5 million pounds. hmm So let's shave a couple zeros off that. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's say 50,000. 50,000 alligators. Or cr- now crocodiles. What am I talking about?
0: The correct animal. I mean, the correct answer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's... 10,697,674 oh, seven six hundred and seventy four crocodiles. <laughs> the Kufu's horizon is five billion two hundred and sixteen million um kilograms or five over five million tons.
1: Alright, so I was a decimal point off <laughs> on my original assumption. Yeah. <laughs> At least I got the five right. Sure. I got, I got, I got the, <laughs> I got the digit right.
0: <laughs> this is just like when we did the, uh, the neutron star.
1: No, the this was worse because I was at least on that one. I had the right number of digits.
0: Yeah, but you were still off by sub, trillions, by several whatever. quadrillions, or, se, or something. Or yeah, oh, septillions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we know? Do we know how much this weighs and how big
0: it is? We're now? super familiar with it. Good. Every time you think about. The crocodile, just imagine something that would go into the Great Pyramid of Giza 10 million times.
1: It's a, it's a twofer. Now you know about the the Khufu's Horizon. You Now you know it's called Khufu's Horizon. Yeah. Um, and you Khufu know,
0: and kufu kaf,
1: And Kraft mac and cheese. And I don't
0: know, maybe that's the third one.
1: Not a sponsor. All right, let's talk about what this thing eats, which is everything. <laughs> you. It eats you. Yeah, it eats you. It eats me. It eats rocks. Uh-huh. It eats fish. It eats mammals. It eats smaller crocodiles. It eats insects, crabs, mollusks, frogs, lizards, turtles, snakes, birds, even fruit.
0: <laughs> it eats everything that moves and then some.
1: Did I miss anything? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Chairs.
1: It would need a chair if it, if it meant that it could use it as a gastrolith. Which is Oh, uh, like something like a rock or like a, a fruit pit that it uses to help it digest its food. Okay. So, they will often eat rocks oh, for sweet. that purpose. And those rocks are called gastroliths because gastro means stomach and lith means rock. Uh-huh. Um, so, in case you haven't noticed or picked up on it, uh, the Nile crocodile is the apex predator. Uh, there are lots of predators in Africa and none... Co- uh, in the now crocodile's habitat comes close to the now crocodile. Right. Um, because, you know, lions, hyenas, I don't know, snakes, they don't hunt the crocodile. Nothing hunts it except for humans. Yeah. And the crocodile hunts them right back. <laughs> yeah. Um, As young, they will eat usually insects, crabs, and mollusks, and small fish. Same. Sometimes frogs and lizards, um, but uh, when they're older, they eat all of that and more. <laughs> um, they usually hunt in the water because that's they are that's where they're the swiftest, um, and uh, and they can camouflage the best. <clears throat> um, but the Nile crocodile is unique in the croc Crocod... Crocodilian. Crocodilia order. Okay. So, yeah, I guess it's a unique crocodilian. In the fact that it will hunt on land, on purpose. Like, it will leave the water to go find food on land. Where- Man, if
0: it leaves the water to find porpoise, they're they're going to be sore out of luck.
1: Yeah, well, I, I don't know if they're just, like, using a, an Around Me app to find, <laughs> find porpoise. <laughs> like, I bet you have a better chance of finding, you know, like, an Impala up there. Sure. Like, a good, good gas mileage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, a '64 Impala. A '60, a nice no, classic th- car. It's a good vintage. <laughs> good vintage.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, they'll they'll wander up to uh, several football fields away from their water source to sit in bushes and ambush their prey.
0: Honestly, I'm down. Are you? Yeah, I'll sit in a bush.
1: Oh, alright. I thought you were down with the crocodile doing this. Not to me. No, yeah.
0: Maybe <laughs> so on Paulas.
1: When so when you're like when you're around alligators, like we are a lot down here in South Florida, if you see one on the land, as long as you're on the land and you don't go and poke it or like try to ask it a survey or hand it a coupon or something, <laughs> it's not going
0: to attack you probably. Wanna come to cut my car wash? <laughs> <You> <laughs> get the smudge off your spines. <laughs>
1: I guess mine spudges.
0: <laughs> I see six.
1: I can take care of those. Um, but yeah, so you 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 usually don't have to worry about alligators attacking you while you are on land because they're not actively hunting you.
0: Same, yeah.
1: Um, but but if you're in the water, then you have something to worry about. The crocodile, the Nile crocodile, on the other hand, that's that's not a rule that you can apply there. <laughs> so they hunt almost exclusively. Through ambush, which means that they capture they either capture their prey in the first like five seconds, or they don't capture their prey at all. Yeah. Um, So they can they can run pretty quickly, um, at quick spurts.
0: I thought it was like twenty something miles per hour, like in quick bursts. So they
1: can run in quick bursts up to twenty two miles per hour. Yeah, which is probably faster than you or, or me. Or average people. I don't think it's faster than Usain Bolt. I think he no. runs like 30 miles an hour. But still, if you—I mean, if it catches you unawares and it's like charging, it's gonna get you. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's so. why they say
0: to run in zigzag. But here's a little PSA: that doesn't mean zigzag back and forth in like a Z formation. It means to like cut, to like move in a different direction than it was chasing you, mm. and then back. You know. Make progress
1: away from the crocodile. If your Z
0: is so tight, you're going straight. It's gonna catch you. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna keep just going straight. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Climb a tree. Uh, punch it in the snout if you have to. I suppose if it's got you.
0: I don't know if that will do much. If it closes its mouth, you can hold it closed.
1: Yeah, I, I, think, you're sp- <laughs> I think you're supposed to poke its eyes or something like that. If it closes
0: around. No. You. Really? If you poke its eyes, it'll just its eyeballs will just sink in. Like they're they're, made, they're designed to just sink into their skulls. So you poke in it and it's just like.
1: So there is, uh, there's just no hope if it's got there's you. There's no
0: hope, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, probably that's you, good. You could try punching it. They probably don't enjoy it.
1: That Yeah, but they're probably used to getting like hoofed in the face. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> while they're like bringing down a, like a wildebeest or something like that. So they can take a lot of punishment.
0: If you have something sharp, you can maybe stick it in their eyeballs.
1: Just don't. Don't put yourself in this situation
0: yeah stay away from the water where it says don't don't go on the water yeah, yeah. or go to the beach stay if you're at flor if you're in Florida go to the beach don't go in the Everglades or into a canal
1: well if you're in you know like Eastern Africa um don't go to the beach either yeah no just
0: <laughs> here in Eastern Africa just you know enjoy the sand enjoy the
1: land enjoy <laughs> like you know till till the till, go on a safari till the earth
0: yeah <laughs> till the earth. <laughs> We don't have enough people tilling the earth,
1: you know? Tilling is just like a lost art, I think. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Farmersonly.com. Not a sponsor. Tillers only. (laughs)
1: Uh, So the the Nile crocodile, like a lot of other um, crocodilians, can go for long periods without food. The Nile crocodile in particular can go for months without food because they are ectothermic. And that's how their metabolism works. So they can eat one thing and then just sit there and digest it at whatever speed they feel like um, for a long period of time. In cooler months, they'll digest things uh, more slowly because they need the energy um, and they can't warm up as easily. So the food warms them, or the energy from the food warms them. Um, And I remember, because we would, if you go to the, we went to the, um, the safari ride at Animal Kingdom And it was like, I think, January, and all of the crocodiles were just motionless and sitting there. And um, the person was like, we don't feed them around this time because the food would just rot in their stomachs. They wouldn't digest it. Yeah. Um, Weird. So, um, and nursing or mothers who are um, gestating will sometimes not eat for several months and have completely empty stomachs. So not just like have a full stomach and then digest it over the course of months. Actually have an empty stomach for months. So they can they can just go without food for a long time. Um, and uh, they'll go after prey that's much bigger than they are, like wildebeest or buffalo, like hate buffalo. Um, they'll grab it in its jaws, drag it into the water, do its classic death roll, uh-huh. um, which snaps bones and drowns its Victim, and uh, it tears flesh because it doesn't have it doesn't like chew. It just kind of like tear, rips flesh apart and just like kind of chokes it down.
0: <laughs> it would be a lot harder to be a crocodile and eat food if you didn't have any crocodile buddies. I feel like you'd have to shake it apart a lot.
1: Yeah, you do. But fortunately, they do uh, hunt cooperatively, which is my next point.
0: Oh, also though, they will take stuff and like hide it underwater so they'll take oh, really? some food I know this is true of alligators Fikes I'm assuming it. uh, it'll 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 be true of crocodiles they'll take stuff wedge it under near or in something like um hold it out log like in the Nile you have like papyrus where it's just like it's scraggly weeds that you can just like stuff stuff into
1: and also ride on
0: Right, right on. Um, so, <laughs> so what they'll do is they'll wait for it to get bloated and gross, under, like waterlogged, so that the flesh softens. And then they'll rip it apart.
1: Huh. That's smart. Yeah. Smart cookies. Mmm. Delicious. <laughs> uh, but they will hunt cooperatively. Often. Uh, so you'll have... You'll have one crocodile that kind of jumps up and scares prey, and then it runs in the opposite direction, right into the waiting jaws of a second crocodile. They'll also uh, corral fish, like up near the shore, and then they'll go and like attack the fish that are corralled. They'll also corral fish with their own tails if they're like if they're uh, lone rangers, and so. Um... <laughs> They have, they have ways of making it easier to ambush prey. We have ways of making it easier to ambush prey. We have vase. <laughs> um, They So, like we've said, they hunt humans. They've attacked humans up to 700 times per year. Because there are a lot of humans on the Nile. <laughs> yeah, because it's I a mean, very it, good source of water. spans half the continent, um, and there are a lot of people there. And it is, for a lot of people living on it, their only source of water, fresh water. mm mm-hmm. So they the, the people there depend on it. They don't necessarily have the infrastructure to defend themselves against the crocodiles. So sometimes they'll put up like flimsy fences or whatever. But at least it's like, hey, if the fence is being destroyed, that means get out of the water. Because <laughs> um, this flimsy fence is going to stop a thousand pound crocodile. <laughs> but yeah, you still have to go down there and do laundry. You have to go down there and like get you know water for the village or whatever. You Fish. have to yeah, and, you know fishermen. Um, and those are the people that are usually killed by the crocodile, because, like you mentioned, once it gets you, you're got. Yeah. Um, unless you can stab it, and then you're good to go. Although I did see one video of a baby wildebeest that had gotten like ambushed by a crocodile. Oh no, it got it got tackled by a lion near the the Nile, and then a crocodile came up and bit the other side of it, and they tugged out tugged on the wildebeest for a while, and then through the whole scuffle the wildebeest was freed and ran away i was like what
0: <laughs> well yeah because like an, a, an it might choose to like try to like get a different hold or something yeah it might
1: let go and like try to bite again and miss and then you can run away but still getting away from the lion but then the lion's like i got to do a crocodile now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, some quick fast facts is that their skin has pressure-sensing organs that can detect changes in the water pressure, so they can see if like uh, prey is nearby in the murky Nile water. Um, and uh, females can lay up to 100 eggs, and mothers care for their offspring for two years after hatching. So they she'll carry them on her back or in her mouth. Um, so that means that they have the opportunity to grow into adolescence without having an apex predator looking over them the whole time so nice. It's nice to um, do. their infant mortality rate is a lot lower than other animals um especially reptiles and they have high lactic acid in their blood which allows them to hold their breath underwater for up to two hours so these are just the perfect killing machines they can live for months without food they can detect pressure changes in the water they can lie motionless for hours on end and uh, they can hold their, hold their breath for two hours, So, and, and they, they have the strongest bite strength in the world. So, Now, I've just given a bunch of what could be major facts, but what <laughs> is the major fact?
0: Well, let's <laughs> talk about the major fact. Uh, the Nile Crocodile is the deepest digger in the animal kingdom. No way. Making it second to us, to humans. We, we made the biggest hole. Congratulations. So, a wide variety of animals dig holes, but uh, very few bother to go extremely deep. The farther you get underground, the harder it is for oxygen to reach that far, like we learned with the naked mole rat. Mm -hmm. Animals typically uh, stay close to the surface if they live underground, so they can hunt, forage, and breathe that good old fresh air.
1: It is good, isn't it?
0: It is good. Yeah. Some animals go deep for reasons that go beyond neat subterranean housing. Crocodiles dig holes to lay their eggs, unlike crocodiles and alligators, uh, other crocodiles and alligators, which make nests in nasty vegetation near the water. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That is nasty. Yeah. Nesting holes are usually a few meters from the bank uh, of a body of water, and they go about 20 inches deep, uh, and she'll lay... Between twenty and eighty eggs, man. If you get an eighty egg batch and like everyone else doing twenty eggs, you're like, look at these fools. <laughs> I've got also, eighty eggs here. I'm
1: gonna step on them.
0: <laughs> I got four times what you could do one. Crocodiles dig holes for another reason. As large, cold-blooded animals, heat regulation is incredibly important to them. Put it on their like, their Instagram bios and like, man. I'm all about heat regulation. I love it.
1: (laughs) It's 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 (laughs) it's a cause is very near and dear to my heart. It is because my heart doesn't like warm me very well. No, it doesn't. Cold blood.
0: So they spend a good portion of their time basking in the sun, not moving at all. They can spend hours upon hours. In fact, Uh, they can sit on the bank awake from nine to five. Like remaining completely still is their job. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's good. (laughs) If it's cold or overcast, they will keep their mouths closed to keep in heat, um, and vice versa. If it's hot, especially around noon, they'll open their mouths to ventilate heat and cool down.
1: It's like an exhaust mouth.
0: Yeah, if if it's a hot day and they keep their mouth closed, they could overheat and die.
1: So they better not fall asleep.
0: That's my next point. Despite this sedentary lifestyle, they remain awake and alert to their surrounding when they're basking.
1: What do they think about?
0: nothing their <laughs> primordial brains don't think about anything it's completely zen in they're, there they're
1: like robots
0: it's completely zen Yeah, they're, it's complete mindfulness they're thinking about their own situation, their body situation they see through the clouds to the constellations <laughs> um, but what about when it gets really cold or really hot if a cold snap rolls in it can mean the end of a croc unless they dig deep to survive, literally. Crocodiles will dig very deep holes and engage in yet another form of hibernation called estivation. I thought or we were estivation. Estivation. Emilio yeah. estivation. <laughs> <laughs> estivation. is a state of inactivity and low metab- metabolic uh, activity. In other words, the croc goes into hypersleep. Their hearts can beat as little as two times per minute.
1: That's crazy. That is crazy.
0: Uh, young small crocs will spend the hot summer months in holes as little, uh, a little more than five feet deep. Some can get as low as twelve feet deep. Um, they will spend the summer in aestivation or estivation, not leaving until conditions improve. On the high end, holes can be as deep as thirty-nine feet or twelve meters, according to Life Science. Dang. Uh, larger crocs will go into aestivation but come up once a day to bask in the sun. So the the larger ones are not down to spend the entire time in the hole.
1: It, I mean, these these holes have to be really deep because these animals are really big. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you can't just have a 10-foot hole for a
0: 15-foot crocodile. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. If you're going to survive, especially if it's a drought, they can use this survival method to get through times where there's not enough water. 40 feet down, four stories. <laughs> yeah. You, you'll break your legs if you fell in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming there's a slope. I know there's another, there's a type of monitor lizard that digs a deep hole too, but it goes in like a corkscrew. Huh.
1: Well, I guess it makes more sense than just like straight
0: down. And they've like found figured this out by filling those with cement, and then like digging up around it, and you get these like corkscrew cement things. Huh. Yeah, that's that's a crocodile. That's the Nile crocodile. That's getting deep with the Nile crocodile.
1: Nice. I'm. We finally did it. Finally did that. What I think is like one of the coolest animals
0: ever. It's a ridiculous animal. It is
1: ridiculous. Ridicule it whenever you have the opportunity.
0: (laughs) Look at you. You're good at surviving, and it's ridiculous. Look at
1: you. You'll die if it gets below 50 degrees.
0: But don't get close to me, please. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs)
1: I'm very very fragile and slow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And real squishy.
1: Yeah, and I'm not very good at fighting or defending myself. All right, so for you out there in podcastia, stay stealthy. Dig a nice, deep tunnel and expand your diet like the Nile Crocodile, in Life, Death, and Taxonomy.
0: You've heard of the Death Roll, but have you heard of the Death Scroll? No, it's not an ancient Egyptian manuscript that foretells a time of destruction and pestilence. It's when you listen to an episode of LDT and keep scrolling without hitting the subscribe button. Get new, interesting animal info in your inbox every week. Isn't that right, Carlos? Carlos? There is no Carlos, only a newbus. How dare you listen and not subscribe? Click that button and leave a review, or I will heap the coals of shame upon you for all eternity. Hey, that was pretty cool. How did you do that?
1: Actually, did you do it in editing?
0: Oh, yeah. Life, Death, and Taxonomy is my favorite in the world podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: there you have it. Finally, you've heard it. It's a chittering. Now you've heard that. It's a barking.